as a general rule, uh, the uh, body has to make about one pound of new collagen every five days to keep the skeleton, the cardiovascular system, the um, uh, the uh, the joints, uh, and um, the, the skin uh, properly remodeled. And uh, um, uh, to me, that's a staggering amount of body tissue that has to be uh, dynamically made every every five days. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator podcast, where we believe in the body's ability to heal itself if it's given the proper nutrients and care it deserves. My name is Brian Strickland, I'm the producer of the show, and here with me in the studio, as always, is our host, Ed Jones. On this week's episode, we're talking all about collagen, what it is and why it's important, and how we can actually stimulate collagen production with a little help from a specialized supplement called BioSil. We've got Richard Passwater Jr. joining us, and let us be the first to tell you that this guy knows his stuff when it comes to collagen. He works for Biominerals NV, the Belgian company that manufactures BioSil, and he's got a couple decades worth of experience in the supplement industry. We've got a lot of ground to cover today, so let's go ahead and jump right into our discussion. Here's your host, Mr. Ed Jones. Thank you very much, Brian. And yes, we have another exciting podcast today on the Holistic Navigator. You know, I have spent my entire life uh, professionally for 42 years learning deeply the impact of what can certain nutritional changes, supplements, lifestyle, body hacking can do and offer the potential of our human body. Well, part of us is, uh, part of me is vain. I have to say, I, I want to look better. I also want to perform better. I want to think better. I want to be uh, as fit as possible, despite, you know, Father Time's somewhat ravaging effects on me and anyone who's aging. Uh, and so it's very, very interesting to me how this collagen story has grown. I mean, I've watched so many what I would call fads in the nutrition industry over 42 years. And there's been a whole many pages full that has gone from nothing to 100 miles an hour. And three years later, you know, it's pretty much gone to the wayside, maybe five years in some cases. We certainly saw that with Dr. Oz and some of the uh, things that he brought up. Uh, it was a flash in the pan kind of deal. Well, I'll tell you, collagen started, I don't know, I guess I'm guessing seven maybe years ago to 10, but maybe not even that far. It will not go away because it's solid. The research is very clear and it has such potential benefit for anyone, uh, at least anyone over 40, as far as gut health, joint health. Uh, appearance, uh, reduction of, of wrinkles. Uh, and I have used, I, of course, I the self-appointed guinea pig. I use everything so I can at least speak from a place of experience. And, and I have my two cents I'm going to add into this. And it might be a little surprising because uh, I have found that there's part of the collagen story or products that do not work for me and part that does. But today we have a guest that I have... Um, look forward to having because we personally had some interaction uh, somewhere between three and five years ago. He actually visited uh, my hometown here and gave a great public uh, lecture 
on, very similar to what you're going to hear on this podcast, on college. And the gentleman is Richard Passwater. He has a vast history, about 32 years experience in the industry. He is a nutritional biochemist and can like a walking encyclopedia when it comes to explaining the mechanism of how so many of these nutrients can work, but especially when it comes to collagen the collagen story. Uh, he's done uh, over 300 radio shows. He's got uh, uh, peer-reviewed uh, papers he's written, patents, five patents. So welcome to the Holistic Navigator, Mr. Passwater. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Ed. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to participate on your program today. Well, I know people are going to be really uh, tuning in tightly because uh, there is a lot of confusion on the topic of collagen. You know, it's heavily marketed. We've got many, many people who, you know, offer a big variety of products. I mean, it is there's so many varieties and sometimes the navigating of the supplement aisle can get pretty tricky because we've got things like type one, two, three, uh, silica, uh, other types, powders, capsules, tablets, gummies, uh, you name it, it's being available. And I do know that I'm kind of concerned sometimes about some of the purity of the products, which I may speak about, I may not, as far as heavy metals and lead. Uh, But let's start this with what is collagen and why would we even want to know about it? Well, collagen is a strong, flexible, fibrous protein uh, that uh, comprises the um, framework of all the connective tissue uh, in our body. Um, pound for pound, it's stronger than steel if you look at the tensile strength of it, but it's uh, much more flexible. And in the uh, older days, um, uh, researchers didn't really understand that it was a, a fibrous-based protein. They uh, thought, thought, and they, were, they, they referred to it as the glue that held the body together or ground substance. And they named it after the Greek word for glue, uh, collagen. So um, I think it's still the best way to describe what it is. It's the uh, glue uh, that, that, that holds us together. And it's often best known for its uh, critical roles in the skin. Um, where it makes up about 75% of the skin. And um, as an example, it gives skin its uh, strength, its thickness. It's also what reflects light uh, from the skin uh, to give somebody that radiance or glow uh, that they have when they, they, they step into the light. And um, uh, it is also the, the, the appendages of the skin, like the, uh, the nails and hair, are heavily dependent on the uh, collagen matrix uh, in the, uh, in the uh, hair and nail formation sites and in the skin. But uh, collagen is much more than a pretty little fiber. Uh, it forms the framework of all the uh, connective tissue throughout the body. Uh, as an example, the bones are uh, 30% uh, collagen, where it gives bone uh, its uh, flexibility and serves at the binding site for calcium phosphate. Um, the uh, cardiovascular system, like as an example in blood vessels, the body has over 60,000 miles of blood vessels, and uh, they're 40% collagen. Uh, joint tissue, uh, depending on like cartilage, uh, is about 70% collagen. And then you get ligaments and tendons that can get up into the 80 and 90% collagen range. Uh, but uh, uh, when the body needs to build something strong and flexible, fi- or collagen is the uh, go-to material to make. Uh, uh, to make the framework of that tissue. That's what a great little summary of exactly what it is and how it operates. Obviously, 
nature has just an amazing capacity to put together this orchestra of chemistry within us. Now, the thing is, at what point in our life does collagen start reducing and why is that? Um, there's uh, generally speaking, collagen production maxes out when somebody's about uh, 21 years old, and uh, all throughout somebody's life, unfortunately, collagen production uh, generally uh, starts to decline. The number of collagen cells, uh, the fibroblasts, uh, um, uh, it's, it's a family of cells called fibroblasts. Some of them are. just called fibroblasts. Others have special names like tendiocytes in the tendons, osteoblasts in the bone, chondrocytes and cartilage. Um, The the number of cells uh, pretty much stay the same, but the enzymatic activity uh, decreases. Uh, So from a nutritional biochemistry point of view, that's good because if the cell's still there and still alive, we can get it functioning right and uh, keep uh, uh, keep that production as high as possible. Also, as uh, we go through life, we tend to do more things to destroy collagen. Uh, Things like um, uh, stress, uh, stress hormones like cortisol can destroy collagen, homocysteine, uh, metabolism of uh, the amino acid methionine uh, can build up if people aren't eating enough uh, B vitamins, uh, and uh, homocysteine destroys collagen. Uh, Free radicals and sugar through a glycation reaction uh, can destroy collagen. So... um, uh, it's a factor of uh, less collagens being made and then more collagens being destroyed. So on average, somebody loses about 1% of their collagen per year all throughout their life. Wow, that's uh, probably applies to the majority of all people uh, because, of course, aging itself is going to put us at a higher risk of, of most things not being optimal any longer. It's interesting that you say homocysteine. I just actually, and I'm better at giving advice than sometimes taking it, but I did a lot of blood work last month, and I had really pleased with how all my numbers were. I'm uh, honestly not bragging, but they were uh, generally a, a, what I would see in a 20-year-old because we do a lot of blood tests here locally. and But the one thing that was elevated at a 13.8 on homocysteine, and so I've taken some steps and measures to reduce that into at least single digits. I never knew homocysteine would destroy collagen. I do know of all these other negative effects, so especially with the MTHFR gene and whatever. And also, you just taught me something had no idea that collagen reflects light out of the skin. No wonder that my one-year-old grandson has skin, and like most kids, that are just just gorgeous. It's like a, a artwork, and yet at 40, you can see such a difference. And then at 80, there is no reflective quality. So, uh, I, you know, I know that the people listening are like, wow, this is not something to take lightly. This is really huge. And also, when I talk about osteoporosis, uh, which I have for decades, I always make the point that that calcium is not the answer to osteoporosis because collagen makes up so much of the bone because that's what creates the strength of, of the bone itself. It doesn't matter how big the bone is if it's brittle. And that's where the conventional medical model just, again, falls off the wagon. So let's talk about Okay, we understand the value of collagen. Actually, we know for sure that we need to do the best we can to maintain it, or we are going to suffer the outward appearance and also the inward weakness of the body. So what is the next step people need to probably know in order to help maintain and build back some of this collagen? Well, uh, um, collagen tissues are constantly being remodeled all throughout somebody's life. 
um, the uh, the homocysteine, the, the 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 stress hormones, glycation, uh, free radicals, and also wear and tear wears down these structures. And then uh, the 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 fibroblast cells um, or similar cells will uh, make enzymes uh, to destroy damaged collagen to clear it out. And th- then the body's continually all throughout somebody's life trying to make new collagen to keep remodeling or rejuvenating these uh, tissues. And um, it's a very uh, um, uh, energy um, uh, uh, dependent process, an enzyme uh, dependent uh, process. And as a general rule, uh, the uh, body has to make about one pound of new collagen every five days to keep the skeleton, the cardiovascular system, the um, uh, the uh, the joints, uh, and um, the, the skin uh, properly remodeled. And uh, um, uh, to me, that's a staggering amount of body tissue that has to be uh, dynamically made every every five days. And uh, the, the, the process starts by the um, linking together of uh, amino acids uh, um, in a very specific sequence that's determined by our DNA. And then there's a series of uh, enzymatic reactions that uh, sort of process, in a way, uh, the initial amino acid chain called an alpha chain and form a triple helix structure out of it and then link those triple helix structures together millions of times over to form first a fibril and then a fiber so it's important to start with um, having adequate protein intake because um, you you need uh, amino acids for the uh, the the body uh, to to use to uh, to build the, uh, the the collagen structure, and then you need uh, nutrient cofactors to activate the enzymes uh, that are going to mature uh, the collagen. Um, into uh, um, the, the pro-collagen into mature collagen, functional collagen uh, that can healthily rejuvenate those tissues. Now, what are the cofactors that people need to know? I mean, I'm sure it's nutrient-based. What are they? Well, the two biggest, in my opinion, uh, to, to, that are often uh, uh, limiting factors are um, uh orthosilicic acid and vitamin C. There's um, at least 10 enzymes um, involved in collagen uh, production. And seven of those enzymes are dependent on uh, vitamin C. And um, and uh, in my opinion, uh, six are involved, uh, are dependent on orthosilicic acid. And uh, um, uh, in the uh, enzymes are, are powerful machines. Uh, they're um, they're they're uh, they're sort of the factory worker in the uh, body that uh, create or destroy things. And in this case, we're talking about enzymes that are creating collagen. And uh, they generally need uh, two keys to turn them on. Generally, a vitamin or a vitamin-like compound key. Uh, and a mineral key to turn them on. Uh, and the orthosilicic acid uh, serves as a uh, 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 key, uh, in, in my opinion, well, definitely in four, in my opinion, six, uh, and um, uh, vitamin C in seven. Iron is also uh, important, um, and uh, copper uh, is another uh, enzyme that's required uh, in, in collagen production. Uh, but two, I find that are uh, often uh, lacking, that really stand in the way, are uh, the vitamin vitamin C, and uh, orthosilicic acid. Well, that's that's amazing. Now, the orthosilicic acid, most people would know that under the term silica. Is that correct? 
Uh, yes, the mineral is called silicon, mm-hmm. and the um, uh, the biologically relevant form of uh, silicon is orthosilicic acid. Ortho means one, so orthosilicic acid is a single silicic acid molecule. It's found in nature and mineral water. Um, uh, um, uh, and and uh, then when silicon and found in foods, uh, where it's often found in fibrous protein and connective tissue in animals and stuff, uh, um, the uh, uh, some of that can be digested into orthosilicic acid, uh, but using stomach acid. Uh, and um, uh, um, uh, it, and, uh, but unfortunately, as people get older, they have less stomach acid. And uh, they digest less of the orthosilicic acid from the silicon in their food. And in my opinion, it's one of the reasons that collagen production often decreases as people get older. That's uh, another big jewel of information because on here on the Holistic Navigator, I've done many podcasts as far as the relationship between gut integrity and health and the downstream effects of what happens when it's not optimal. You really cannot be fully functional and optimal if your gut is not healthy. I mean, even Hippocrates said that thousands of years ago, that disease begins in the gut, but also healing does too. Uh, I am, you know, believe it or not, I'm, I'm coming back with my memory now. When you were here somewhere between four and six years ago speaking, uh, you talked about uh, a brand called BioSil that you actually got me started taking that to a level that I had never done before. Now, of course, I take a wide variety of nutrients and vitamin C has always been a key component. And I'm a huge believer in doing it multiple times a day to maintain blood levels. Uh, I'm now doing lipo type of C, which is more fat bound. So it lasts potentially longer, but I'll do a morning and afternoon and evening dose because of its multiple effects, especially during all this uh, pandemic area area that we're going through. You want to do all you can to make an immune system as strong as it can. But as far as the BioCell, and then then after this, I want to get into the collagen powders because that's what most people take. But I can tell you from my own personal experience, and I think I remember you saying that, you know, the bottle says take two a day, but there's absolutely zero concerns. And you can certainly clarify this if you do four a day. I've done three to four a day most of the time for the past few years. And I can tell you when the, and we all, I think, get like this, you, you forget to replace your bottle when you take as many supplements as I do. And there's times where all of a sudden like two months will go by and I'll say, I have not been taking BioCell and I literally can tell a difference. How can I tell it? My joints are feeling a little bit more my age, but my skin and my nails, like I have to cut my nails without BioCell. I can just tell you, I cut them every two weeks with BioCell. I cut them every five to six days. Uh, I now go get my hair cut every three weeks. Used to, I could go five to six weeks. And then the wrinkles uh, are staying at a minimum considering my age and the fact that I never use suntan lotion because I don't believe that I need to unless I'm going to stay excessively out in the suntan, in the sun, and also believe the toxicity of most suntan lotions are worse than getting the sun anyway. So I'm kind of a walking testimony for BioCell. Uh, So taking double dosing is fine, correct? Yeah, it's um. We generally use two capsules a day in clinical studies with biocell, but uh, I I 
um, often run into medical professionals that uh, recommend more. As an example, the uh, famous dermatologist, uh, Dr. Nicholas Paracone, uh, recommends four a day. I, uh, um, uh, Sherry Rogers, who does a lot of work with uh, Dr. Sherry Rogers, does mm-hmm. a lot of work with um, rheumatology and different types of joint uh, health, uh, recommends four a day. Uh, I um, uh, uh, do do some interviews with Dr. Garko. He takes he takes four a day. I, I it's common uh, to take four. I, I I always suggest somebody take two because there's 20 years of clinical research showing where two delivers um, uh, very nice results. But so, some people can benefit taking taking three or four. Absolutely. Um, I don't uh, think there's any uh, uh, safety um, uh, concerns um, uh, in in those doses. It's absolutely not. Well, good. And I do know there's many companies that make the silica type of product, and I have used uh, a, a variety of them over the years, but I continue to come back to BioCell intuitively, and also the bulk of research seems to be so confirming that particular brand. So, uh, and and again, you know, we're sponsored by NutritionW.com, which they have the online presence that anybody who needs to order something like that can order from uh, on using, typing in and go BioCell, B I. O-S-I-L. Now, the most people don't do that. I, I know that at least in, in all the conversations I have and all the massive advertising, they're wanting the powders. They're wanting and then when they look at the powder, they're always like, what does type one mean? Type two, type three, type five, whatever. The the concern I have, and I and I don't need you to probably address it unless you want to make a comment, because I want to inform people if they are going to buy powder, what would be the best probable way to do that? However, I did run across some research about a year ago that said that that sometimes collagen powder will block the tryptophan pathway biochemically, and some people are having some anxiety uh, issues, a little more anxiety if they already have a tendency. And I did, I've actually found the powders were causing me to be more anxious. The BioCell never does that. Uh, And then secondly, I I am concerned about the purity of many of these products being sold because many of them are made, you know, from uh, the, uh, the 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 caged animals, uh, the the bad farming methods that are using terrible foods and, and the, probably the worst growing methods. Well, you know, you are what your food eats. So if you are having a food like a chicken or beef that has been processed or grown incorrectly and given terrible quality foods, you are getting what they also consumed. And before I forget it, I am also, like I said earlier, a guinea pig. I'm right I'm at this point I've been doing four weeks with a red light therapy using a about a six hundred and thirty, I think, nanometer red light therapy where I stand in this big, big machine three times a week and it's supposed to also boost collagen. So uh I'm you know, I'm doing uh I'm experimenting again with that. But let's go back to the powders. What is a person listening right now who's like, they've already bought a powder or they haven't bought one? What what kind of advice can you give them as far as being a more prudent shopper? Well, um, I, in my opinion, uh, collagen uh uh, supplements and uh, eating collagen and collagen peptide supplements. Peptides just a uh, fancy term for uh, a short uh, collagen uh, fragment, a small collagen fragment, uh, only a couple of amino acids uh, uh, long. And um, uh, 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 they, they, in my opinion, they serve mostly as a source of amino acids. When you eat proteins, your body generally uh, uh, breaks them down, uh, digests them into the uh, amino acids that they're comprised of. In some instances, if the collagen peptide supplement is small enough, the peptides may be absorbed whole. Uh, 
In my opinion, uh, those peptides are then broken down inside the body uh, in the pro-collagen recycling system uh, into the amino acids. Um, there's a newer um, uh, line of, uh, of uh, thought that's promoted by some of the collagen peptide supplement makers where they say that the collagen peptides perhaps um, uh, like sort of signal to the body to that um, to try to make more collagen. They'll say, hey, there's collagen peptides floating around. The only reason there's collagen peptides in the body is collagen's being broken down too, too fast, uh, and it somehow sim- uh, stimulates uh, the production of messenger RNA to tell the body to make more collagen. I'm a little bit skeptical of that. Uh, the, in my opinion, the, the, the work comes from um, uh, bioassays, and they can sometimes be erratic um, uh, by uh, uh, the effect of adding something to a growth media in a cell culture and stuff. Um, I, I think that collagen supplements work primarily, or in, in fact, uh, wholly, by uh, being a source of uh, the uh, building blocks for collagen, the amino acids. So um, if somebody's not getting enough protein in their diet and they want to um, uh, 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 take a collagen supplement to make sure that they have enough glycine or proline, um, uh, uh, collagen supplements are something to consider for that purpose. But the collagen supplements themselves don't activate the enzymes in the body that make collagen. You need those uh, um, n- nutritional components we talked about before, the, the orthosilicic acid like in Biosil and uh, the um, uh, vitamin C. And, uh, and then with Biosil, it also can, uh, contains as part of the choline-stabilized um, uh, orthosilicic acid complex, uh, that it contains choline, which helps neutralize uh, homocysteine, and it helps... Um, uh, uh, neutralize to some degree uh, or modulate uh, cortisol production, so that can help collagen production, uh, or, or help, uh, or help, pre- pre- uh, so, sorry, prevent collagen damage. I, I misspoke there. I apologize. Uh, so it not only helps stimulate collagen production, but it can also uh, uh, pr- protect uh, existing collagen as well. And uh, it's it's two different ways to go about it. Uh, and in my opinion, uh, a nutritional uh, treatment or, or or a new, new, new nutritional protocol with uh, biosil and uh, uh, a vitamin C, whether from the diet or with a supplement program, uh, is is a great um, first line protocol for for everybody to keep their collagen production high. And then for people that aren't satisfied with the amino acid profile they get from their uh, diet, uh, they could uh, consider whether a collagen uh, powder uh, uh, or supplement would be uh, would be right for them. Um, uh, collagen, um, uh, there's, there's over 28 different types of collagen that have been identified. Sometimes you'll see numbers higher than that, 32. I've seen numbers even higher than 40. Um, when you get real high, there starts to become debates over, uh, whether they're just mutated types of collagen or whether it actually is a new type. But over 93% of the collagen in the body is collagen type 1. Collagen type 1 forms a framework in the skin, uh, the, uh, the, the bones, the ligaments, the tendons, the blood vessels, uh, teeth, uh, gum. The, the body has over, um, I think it's two meters, two square meters of skin and over uh, 200 uh, square meters of mucous membranes. Uh, uh, that the type ones and all of those types of um, uh, compounds, and and at 
type two, most uh, most uh, or type two is a spongier, slicker type of collagen fiber, and that's found at cartilage and um, uh, in the eye in some places. And then type three is a variety of type one that the body can make very quickly. So as an example, if you um, say break a bone. The body tries to build as much, first it makes a blood clot, and then it tries to make as much collagen as it can to start to, to repair the uh, the bone. And it often, if it can't make enough type 1, it'll make a lot of type 3. Um, uh, same in the skin. If somebody gets a cut, or, or um, uh, the body will make a blood clot, and then it'll try to make as much type 1 as the body can. If it doesn't like the rate that, of the type 1 collagen being formed, it makes a lot of type 3 collagen. The type 3 collagen is easy and fast to make, but it's a lower quality. And the more type three collagen made, the more scarring that will occur. And, um, uh, and so, so it generally makes a lot of the type uh, three at first in the first 14 days. And then for the next type two years, even the body goes through a phase where it tries to um, uh, tear down the type three and replace it with type one uh, uh, as the, uh, the, the wound continues to heal. So the type one and type three are generally found together in the same tissues and the type three sort of play and B collagen, uh, where uh, um, plan A, uh, what the body, I, in my opinion, really wants to make is the uh, the type one. So there's different types of tissues, uh, um, different types of collagen uh, um, that that you'll you'll see a slightly different amino acid profile. Uh, the way they link together uh, and um, uh, uh, it's a little bit different, but they're more similar than they are different. And rather than getting caught up with the types of it, I think it's important that uh, people uh, eat enough protein and they eat enough uh, or, or take enough uh, um, of the uh, nutrients that are required to, to activate the enzymes that uh, take the proteins from their diet and, and help their, uh, uh, their, their, their body keep collagen, elastin, and keratin production high. Wow. In some ways, BioCell helps with that. Biosil can help the body make four uh, of, of the, the most important amino acids in collagen, but still the, you, you need protein to work with. So uh, uh, to, to me, to, to, in my opinion, um, uh, uh, vitamin C and uh, Biosil is a wonderful collagen generating cocktail. And then collagen supplements, somebody can or cannot take or, 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 or can, it might be right for them or, or they might not uh, uh, need it as a protein source depending on, on their other uh, uh, protein intake. Uh, so that, that's how I like to put the two in perspective. So ideally, and just to kind of summarize here at the end, if a person's body is relatively healthy, they, they can trust their own body. If they're supplying enough vitamin C and biocell, the body with its intuitive wisdom will pick the right type of collagen probably to make during the needs of the body rather than trying to pick a particular collagen and powder and hoping for the best results. Does that sound like a wise statement? Yes, sir. That's uh, exactly right. Um, uh, it, it, the, uh, the the body is the the, the, the type of collagen um, is going to uh, that the body makes is going to be specific, determined by your DNA uh, uh, for the purpose of it. And uh, regardless of what type of collagen somebody eats, um, uh, uh, it's 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 not going to change uh, the, the 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 messenger RNA templates um, uh, being made from the DNA. 
uh, or change the enzymes uh, that are uh, being used to make that collagen. Oh, that's um, what a great, you know, this is something that, I, that very few people would have any understanding because the marketing of collagen powders uh, certainly doesn't discuss it because it's too complex unless you hear someone like you that's an expert that can explain it in layman's terms. Uh, so I am hugely invested in the magic of the body, following the rules of nature and genetics and, and, and RNA, DNA and enzymes. And, I, you know, I'm going to be firmly uh, seated in this feeling that BioCell is the first choice to make. And if someone wants to add the other to the process, perhaps. So last question, I know with athletes that more collagen would is certainly something we want. But the thing is, I feel like, and you tell me if I'm wrong in this, the people or the athletes who are using collagen protein as a sole source of protein for muscle building, I just feel like to me that there might be a better choice. Let's just say they don't even care about collagen. Let's say they're 21 years old, but they just bought a collagen protein. Do you feel that that's as equal to a quality whey protein for their muscle building or what is your feelings? Well, I, I definitely think, and and in, in my opinion, with the the for muscle building, the whey protein would be a uh, superior mm -hmm. uh, protein uh, based on the amino acid profile in that. Also, um, uh, collagen is not a complete protein. Mm -hmm. um, the pro collagens made uh, depending on the type with uh, uh, um, uh, uh, seventeen or eighteen different amino acids, and then in the um, it changes um, to uh, um, nineteen or twenty amino acids in the mature collagen, and um, uh, but it 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 lacks uh, a central amino acid. So um, if you look back into the um, 1970s, uh, people used to use uh, collagen as a uh, diet supplement, uh, and they would use it as a protein source. And it often it, it would uh, as a sole protein source. It can cause dire health consequences because it's it's not an essential amino acid so uh if somebody wants to use it uh in their um uh diet to su support um the you know giving amino acids to to, to make collagen it certainly has um uh um you you, you know uh, uh, some some potential to use for that but it's it's not a complete protein and uh if somebody's looking for a first line uh a protein supplement i i always favor uh, a, a a complete protein source well you have been such a valuable lighthouse in the kind of some foggy areas here. And thank you so much, Mr. Passwater. And I hope the day will come where you, uh, travels will be easier for everyone and we can get back to lectures and perhaps you can come back to our hometown and uh, thrill the crowd as you did several years ago. But luckily we have technology today that is certainly can fill that need. And I just have learned quite a bit and I am just so thrilled with uh, finally getting some some definite answers because this is a conversation that's not quite as easy to find the nitty gritty info that you can or I can in other areas. So I uh, thank you so much, Mr. Passwater. You keep taking care of yourself and I will look forward to perhaps another conversation down the road. I look forward to, uh, to that conversation and, and uh, coming back to visit with you, Mr. Jones. I, I really enjoyed my time there, and thank you for making this a very fun uh, and enjoyable and educational uh, uh, process for me. I, I really like it. Well, I can tell you do, and I, I love people with passion. And so uh, that is uh, it for today on the Holistic Navigator. And again, we look forward. We have a dozen new podcast ideas lined up. Feel free to email us if you have a topic you would like to get more 
clarity on. Yeah, this is about truth. It's not about uh, uh, marketing. Uh, I'm too old to worry about that now. I want to help people to journey in their life with optimal health, with best immune system. Uh, it's very hard to enjoy the most beautiful sunrise if you're aching and you're anxious and you're depressed and you're full of pharmaceuticals. So empower yourself with whatever knowledge you feel uh, is valid. And I'm hoping that the Holistic Navigator is certainly filling that need. So that does it for today. And we will look forward to next episode. Thank you very much. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on behalf of any purchaser or listener of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen. 